The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Our world is always so rush-rush. We can never get any personal time to ourselves, let alone those that we love. Welcome to Might Radio with host Gabriella Von Ray. Our mission, to reintroduce kindness and compassion to our busy lives. Remember when life was so much simpler? Gabriella and her guests today will pick up the ball of human kindness and by doing so, empower you to make changes in your own life. And now, here is Gabriella Von Ray. Hi everyone and welcome to another show of My Radio. I'm pretty excited about today's show because we're going to be talking to Tom Kellogg Nick Orton and Monica Lopez. It's the Tulare Union High School in Fresno, uh, actually in Tulare, California, and they're going to talk about their Z project and changing school culture. Um, I'm truly excited about that because about the school culture that they want to change, not just bullying, but a whole change. Welcome on the show, uh, Tom, Nick, and Monica. It's good to be on the show. Thank you okay. uh, for everything you've done, Gabriella. Well, Tom, I want to start with you because you're a teacher. Tell me a little bit in really short what what your function is at Tulare Union High School, and then we're going to ask Nick and Monica to do the same. Go ahead, Tom. Well, what do you I'm, do at Tulare? I am a Tulare Union High School English teacher. I'm also the senior class advisor. And I teach advanced placement English along with regular senior English and a California State University expository writing course. Wow. (laughs) I love English. But you do more than that, Tom. I met you, and you're one of those teachers that go the extra mile for the students. Yeah, because the students are what make this campus. as a teacher or even an administrator, we could do a lot of programs, but without the students actually buying into them and doing them and running them, uh, nothing ever gets changed. It's just the same status quo. And fortunately, I have some awesome students like Nick and Monica who actually go out and make those changes happen. So I'm going to go straight to Nick. Nick, welcome. Hello. Hello, good to hear your voice. I miss you. I miss you too. I think it was so exciting to meet you. And you know, Monica, you're included too in this conversation. You two are students. Nick, tell me really quickly for the listeners out there, uh, how long have you been at Tulare and why did you get involved with the Z Project? Um, Well, I'm a junior, so I've been here for three years. And I am the student activities director, so I get to plan activities and stuff for the student body, and um, our ASB, our student body, um, our associate student body, which is like a student council, decided that we needed to take some proactive action against bullying and also just to um, empower the students. So 
that's how I got involved in that. Okay. But you seem to really want to make a change, too, within the students and within the culture of the school, and I really admire that. Yes. Um, that was the whole thing behind me. We just wanted to change the culture in our school, but also so that we could kind of make a stand in our community and our, like, Polaris community also. Monica, I'm going to give you the floor here. How did you get involved with the Z Project? Um, well, it was really actually Mr. Kellogg because his class started the whole bullying thing. Um, and it kind of, like, made me think about, like, you know, everyone in the school. And then I have three younger siblings, and they're going to be coming to Tulare Union, too. And, I mean, I think that I should change the school myself and, you know, help them when they come so they don't have to deal with things like that. I think that's terrific because a lot of people do not want to go the extra mile. I'm sure it takes a lot of work to accomplish what you guys want to accomplish. Um, where did the Z Project come from and who started this all? Uh, how about starting us off, Tom, in the right direction about the Z Project? Would you like to take the answer for this? Um, well, it kind of all started... Um in ASB, we started, um, Mr. Hatton, the advisor, started talking about all the bullying shootings, like the shootings that have been happening around schools near to us that are probably like hours, just an hour away. Um, and he started telling us stories and like how other people have um, passed away because of bullying, either suicide or um, just because they were bullied and they didn't have a chance to, you know, recover from the damage. Mm -hmm. um, and. So he started saying that he doesn't want, it's just an hour away, and he doesn't want it to, you know, come close to Tulare, especially Tulare County itself. But, you know, it's just an hour away, and it's so close that it can literally be here. Yeah, because any child that has been bullied could pick up a gun and come to your school, too. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. So he hit, he hit the problems that you hear about on the news. It hit home to all of you students? Yeah, she doesn't want it to, like, you know, happen here. He wants everyone to, you know, have a memorable time here in Tulare Union and not, you know, have to think okay. about, oh, yeah, that's what happened or, you know, anything like that. And, Nick, how did you guys come up with the name, the Z Project Tolerance? Well, we came back from winter break, um, like the second week of January, and we really wanted to grab the students' attention first. So all over the school we had Zs because we did a little brainstorming, and we thought zero tolerance for bullying was going to mm -hmm. be our stance. And um, so we put Zs throughout the campus, and we um, had our characters, the Zoros, um, come out and just kind of spark some um, energy on our campus for this. And um, it ended up, that's just where we started, and it went from there into... Mm -hmm. um, a whole campaign. Okay. For the listeners out there who don't know why I seem to know so much about Tulare and the Z Project as I was there two weeks ago helping them to kick it off. And that's my next question to Tom here. Tom, how and why did you want a speaker to come to your school to help kick off this important project? Well, it, it things just kind of fell into place because like the Z Project at the same time I was notifying my administration and school staff that this was a research project that I wanted the students to do in my class, that mm -hmm. I wanted them to research bullying. The administration, under the support, with the support of Dr. Nunley, 
said, well, why don't we do this in all English classes? So we opened up a dialogue between all students and staff. And during the research, we happened to come across a news program that you did up in Fresno. And we invited the reporter to campus who says, well, Gabriella would love to come. <laughs> so, so we invited you, and it just kind of joined up with the Z Project, where the kids were actually doing something on campus. The teachers were actually doing something school-wide in the classrooms. So it just kind of built on some of the other programs we had, like Link Crew, where freshmen, when they come into class, you know, they go from a school that might have 50 kids in their eighth grade to a campus that has almost 2,000 and make some easy targets for bullies. Absolutely. One of the things that I enjoyed the most about your school is that you, that culture change within the campus. And while talking to Nick, I really realized what an effort your students make because you're a junior, right? Yes, I am. Okay. So if you're a junior, it is you get involved so that by the time you're in grade 12, you could be a leader. Is that correct, or did I understand that wrong? Um, yeah, you can be. You can um, be become the leader. But don't you also each time choose someone to take over um, basically the work that you're doing? Because when you leave school, you and Monica leave school, there would be nobody left, right? So you want to hand over the torch. Yes. That's so... How, how do you pick these students? Well, what happened is we started a Z Club, which mm -hmm. it meets once a week. And right now, our biggest, like, our biggest, like, ground, like, the most people that are there are, like, sophomores and freshmen, which are great, because the leaders of the clubs are juniors and seniors. Mm -hmm. So um, the freshmen and sophomore are kind of there, putting in their input and where, like, what their class is seeing but also um, they're getting ready to take over when we leave. Absolutely. Monica, I have a question for you. How, would you say that at your school, and, and really be open about that, would you say that there is a lot of bullying that you have seen? Um, I wouldn't say there's, like, extreme physical bullying, um, but you can probably see when, like, girls, you know, what they say, drama, you can probably see that. And, of course, they, they're not going to think it's bullying, but um, probably the other person probably thinks that it's, she's being bullied and she doesn't like it and stuff. And it's just little things like that that people don't understand. Like, they don't feel that like they're bullying the other person. But the other person, okay. I mean, obviously, you're not going to know how they're feeling if you're attacking them. One of the things that I noticed while talking to Nick, and I think it's really important to mention it, uh, Nick, I think that when we met Jake said that, about or one of the ladies that I met, the young girls that I met, said that we kind of use the word bully also jokingly. For example, um, I would say something to you and then I say jokingly, well, I feel bullied into it or something. And that one of the things you were saying that evening was we can't use that word lightly now because we really need to make sure that when children say it, it, it is important. Was that correct? Yeah. Did yeah. I understand that? Yeah. I mean, um, bullying right now at our school is, like, something we're hitting hard. And just, I mean, in class, like Mr. Kellogg was saying, it's, like, everywhere. Everyone's being hit with it. So, I mean, we want it to be still a word that, like, if you feel bullied, you, I mean, it is 
a bully. Like, it is a bullying situation. It's not just a joke. And that, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, because that would be really difficult. Because if we start out by treating that word as a joke, then the educators where we go to for help wouldn't know the difference anymore. So I think for the listeners out there, it's really important that we don't use that word as a joke, but that we really use it when it applies to you or when it applies to someone else. Would you yeah. agree to that, Tom? I would, uh, because we have so much of that where kids say things jokingly, and you're really not sure how to take it. it was it taken as a joke or was it not? And mm-hmm. it goes case by case. But most of the children feel that there's no place to go to in schools. So how do you deal with that at Tulare? Well, one of the things that we're doing with the changing climate is we're trying to build that mutual respect between students and staff. And if we have an open, safe environment, the students will tend to say, okay, I know I can go talk to this teacher or this staff member or maybe even one of my friends and tell them I have a problem or I have a friend that has a problem and are open enough to go there and know that they will get some kind of results. Because, I mean, statistics have have shown that 85% of bullying, it goes either unreported or unhandled. Yeah, that is terrible, but it is true because it is sometimes easier to hope that it goes away all by itself. And usually we already know from experience, Tom, that it doesn't go away. And that's why it's so great that your students are doing this project. Right after the break, I'm going to ask you guys more between tolerance and acceptance. We're going into a commercial break, and we'll be right back. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Might Radio. Do you have a question or comment for our show? Perhaps you wish to share your own stories of human kindness. Please send an email to Gabriella Von Ray at gmail.com. That's G A B R I E L L A V A N R I J at gmail.com. Now, 
Back to Might Radio with Gabriella Von Ray. For anyone who's just tuning in, we have three exciting guests that know firsthand how to pick up the ball of human kindness. I have Chilary Union High School uh, with their Z Project. I have Tom Kellogg, Nick Orton, and Monica Lopez right now with me as guests. Uh, Nick, I'm going to start with you for the following question. The Z Project is much more than bullying alone. Can you tell me and for the listeners a little bit what else you're going to handle within this project? Well, um, we noticed that, I mean, bullying is not only what we have to deal with. Like, bullying starts somewhere. And so um, right now we're working on just instead of uh, focusing on the bully on campus, focusing on the individual and how we aren't going to tolerate Oh, there's going to be no intolerance on our campus, how we're going to have acceptance throughout our campus, and we're going to accept people for exactly who they are. And um, so when you were here, when you were here, we were, that whole month was about breaking down walls, and so we were each trying to dig deep and find an invisible constraint that holds us uh, from bringing our all to school every day and being ourselves. And so... We broke down our walls. That was our first uh, goal, and um, now we're moving on to building up relationships with everyone, with anybody, with um, someone you probably wouldn't talk to in a normal day. Fantastic. That sounds so good. I have this huge smile on my face when you talk about breaking down the walls. I am so happy that you guys are doing that because the invisible constraints really hold you back. Monica. What is the distinction for you between tolerance and acceptance, and how would you bring that to the forefront to change the culture at your school? Um, the difference or the distinction would probably be that tolerance is just like, you know, maybe tolerating someone or, you know, just tolerating how bullying is here and stuff. Um, acceptance is actually accepting the people at school and um, trying to, you know, be a whole, not just, not just having clicks around school, but um, accepting everyone, even if you guys have probably differences, but there could be like one thing that you guys have in common and you're going to accept that one person just because of that one thing. Absolutely. That is a beautiful distinction that you just said, Monica. Tom, for the listeners out there, for other educators, how can we bring in all these social issues within the English classroom? Because many people are probably thinking, I don't know how to do that. So... What would be your take in, I know that you're doing it on a daily basis, but how can people learn from what you're doing? Well, the English department and basically any school uh, curriculum can pretty much incorporate this because it is real life. It's what the kids deal with on a daily basis. Uh, doesn't matter if you're rich or you're poor, homeless, or live in a big mansion. You we have people who are victims of bullies and we have those people who are the bullies. What we've done here at Tulare Union is we have the expository writing course where the students and actually all seniors at this point are actually doing research on not just bullying but what are the effects. Uh, everything from, you know, students going out and suffering from depression to having eating disorders to, you know, cutting classes and even committing acts of violence because we've, we've seen that one in three school shootings are due to bullying. And that was the big thing is Taft High School, 40 miles away from where we live, uh, was the most recent one 
after Sandy Hook. We also had one up in Fresno where a student took a gun. But that's isolated areas. What can we do on campus? Campus-wide, what we have done is we have what's called red skin character, and it's kind of taken from the character count type thing, where staff and students participate, participate school-wide to promote the exceptional character, and those values are built as building blocks for the character, which help us, you know, deal with personal and social interactions and, you know, helps us have a better understanding. So each class, no matter where the student is, is working with the teacher to discuss responsibility, honesty, and we have a great uh, character uh, program there. I mentioned earlier about Link Crew, where we have juniors and seniors help these freshmen transition from that middle school to the high school. And many times, they're the ones that are out there lonely, walking around, trying to find something. Link Crew is a transitional program where we connect them and help them build those social interactions. They have that person that they can go to and say, I have a problem, whether it's academically or socially. And hopefully that junior or senior will be able to go to the teacher or the administrator that they know can handle it. Uh, and plus, it builds on what you were talking to Nick about, having somebody pass the torch from year to year to year. Because yeah. Nick and Monica were both in that link crew where they were freshmen, and now they're in the classroom mentoring those new freshmen. Absolutely. So you, you almost feel, uh, Nick and Monica, this is a question for both of you, indirectly what Tom just said. So you, someone held out a hand to you when you were in freshman year by being in this program and the transition with not being lonely and finding friends and communicating, you are now giving back basically to the school what you received. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. And do you feel that it was a huge aid when you received um, help from another student that was older than you uh, to, to feel comfortable within the high school? Yes, my link crew leader my freshman year is one of the most memorable people of my freshman year because I even had a class outside of my English class with her, and uh, she helped me do whatever I needed, and uh, she kind of led me along that year. Okay, fantastic. And Monica, this question is for you. Did you feel that you got involved in the Z Project because you might have ever been bullied at another school, maybe when you were in elementary or middle school? Um, yeah, probably because I kind of saw it firsthand, I guess, when I was little, and I've seen it happen to other kids throughout, like, all 12 years I've been in school. And it's just, I know how it feels. I know how it feels to see it. I know how it feels, even if you bully. And it's just, you know, I don't want someone, somebody else to feel that way or see that or witness anything like that. How did it affect you to see bullying? It's just because I saw, like, the reaction of the person. I saw their face. And when you see them, you can actually see into their eyes and see how much they're hurting or how much they're afraid or that they can't say anything and they feel so little compared to this person. Yeah, I, I agree totally with you. I think it's really sad when we see that. You, you see it because it starts with teasing and then we go too far. And you really see the person in the body language really change. 
and they say they don't don't care, but they really do care. Yeah. And uh, for you, Nick, uh, and do you have any personal experience on bullying? Have you ever been bullied, or have you ever been bullied by accident too? Um, I think for me, really, um, I mean, I think we've all been bullied in some way, and mm -hmm. I think that it's just someone showing their power to you. And I, I mean, it happens all the time, and it can be just as petty as someone saying something on Facebook or taking a picture of you that's not that great and putting it somewhere. And, I mean, they may not mean to be um, hateful, but um, it can come off that way. It can, it can truly come off that way. I'm glad you just mentioned the technology. Tom, do you feel in all your years of teaching that this technology makes it even worse, bullying? Oh, yes. Uh, you know, I think back to uh, when I was going to school here at Tulare Union, some of the things that I went through. If there would have been cyberbullying that we see now, you know, and especially with 25% of students reporting that they have been bullied online, I think uh, things would have been, turned out a whole lot different for me. Uh, but, you know, I've got students who come to me and say that they won't go to the restroom until uh, they're in class because they know that there'll be somebody in the restroom that might take a picture of them. Yeah. And it's just so much more. I think recently in Arizona, there was a hit list that was posted <laughs> online uh, of a middle school student and a high school student. And once it's on there, uh, you know, it may have been a joke, but it, it's worldwide at that point. <coughs> yeah, I agree totally. It, I feel like um, the smartphones are almost like a threat um, to many people because we don't understand that that picture is out there forever when we take it. <coughs> Sorry about the cough, but uh, cold times with the snow here. Um, it's better in California where you are, you guys are. Um, I have another question. How do you keep, and maybe this is, I, I rather want the students to answer this. How do you keep your Z project alive? Because often when we start things with a lot of pizzazz, and a lot of enthusiasm, it's hard to keep the momentum. How would you, uh, I'm going to ask Monica first and then Nick too, how would you keep the momentum of your Z project alive with a lot of energy so that each student will participate? Um, well, we're going to try to do a lot more things. Like we're like Nick had said before, we're, we're having the meetings and we're trying to get, you know, um, lower classmen involved as well, um, but we're we were talking about it or last class that we had. Um, we kind of want to start doing stuff with middle school, with middle school. That way, we you know the Zoros can go and we can go and we can like just as as high schoolers and students ourselves go and you know tell them like this is what's going on, this is what we can do, just things that because um, high school has a lot of bullying. But it's middle school and elementary school that, you know, has it more just because they're younger and they get hurt a lot easier. And so we want to do that and go to elementary schools eventually, too. That way, you know, they know that, you know, they have they think that, you know, high schoolers are the coolest things ever. So if we go and, like, tell them that we're against that, too, and, like, we're trying to help, you know, end this and stop it, like, they'll understand and they'll be like, oh, well, they're trying to stop it, so we shouldn't bully and we shouldn't do this, you know, because they think we're cool. So they're going to try to be cool just like us. 
Fantastic. And Nick, what is your suggestion to keep this project alive? And I think you went to an elementary school the day that I left, correct? Yeah. How was that? Um, uh, what, will you repeat the question real quick? Uh, yes, of course I will. Nick, I think that you went to an elementary school to talk about your zero project and bullying the day that I left on that Thursday. How was yeah. your experience there at the ele elementary school? It was interesting to see because um, I think that uh, they enjoyed us coming. They were excited. I mean, we were surrounded by the middle school um, all, the whole time we were there for 30 minutes. And, I mean, it just seemed like the whole school was around us the whole time. And oh, nice. um, it seems like to me in middle school, for some of them, because we got to talk to a few of them, um, that they don't really have their identity completely completely figured out, and I don't think we ever do, but I think that um, that's why bullying for them is so hard, uh, because, you know, other people speaking into their lives is harder for them, and um, they, I mean, they even, I talked to one girl, and she's like, yeah, we hate bullying here, we started our own coalition against it, and uh, I thought that was interesting that they started one, too, they kind of beat mm -hmm. us to the punch themselves. Absolutely. And did you talk to the, the students about becoming an active witness? That um, they have the I got, power? Um, I got to talk to this one girl about it. She was, very, she was really into the Z Project because we had brought that club because there was a club there. And um, she, we got to talk to her about it, and she was just so interested in everything that we had to say, especially the things you even brought up to us. Fantastic. I have a question for Tom. Why are students allowed to have phones in the school? Well, it is a new policy that, you know, nobody's ever really had to challenge. But now in the world of testing, cell phones have become a big issue. We have students who are taking pictures of state tests and SATs. So there's a lot of work being done socially and academically on how to maintain the integrity of not only the test, but also respect people's rights. And I'd like to segue off of what Nick and Monica said as far as keeping the momentum. We did a project very similar to what we're doing now three or four years ago, and we had an anti-bullying committee. We had an assembly just like we had with you. But when those seniors left, the project died. Yeah, absolutely. To today, we actually have a junior that's involved. We have seniors that's involved. We have all the grade levels, and now you can see that they're taking it and having an articulation with the middle schools who are picking up the ball also and carrying that along. One other thing that we have here on campus is we have a passport program where students, when they're outside of the classroom, they kind of like their pass. But we have two sections in there where if you do something that may be unrespectful to somebody or not showing good character, you actually get a, a signature in there saying conduct unbecoming a redskin. But on the obverse, if you do something, say you pick up somebody's books who has dropped, or you open a door for somebody, just some kind of act of random act of kindness, you can get a kudos. And once you get, you know, so many kudos, you are actually recognized for doing something that is good for somebody and some and for the campus. 
Wow, that's fantastic. When we come back from our commercial break, Tom, I'd like to know a little bit more about Redskin because I know nothing. <laughs> I know it's uh, it's sports, but I want to know how this passport project works a little bit more. Um, everyone, stay tuned. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Each week, Jimmy Gould brings you the stories and the people that you want to hear about. Tune in to Our Current Life to hear about the journey to success, how our guests became the people they are today, and the highs and lows they experienced along the way. Each hour will leave you inspired and entertained as Jimmy gets up close and personal with every week's guest and shares ideas you can identify with and apply to your own life. A Current Life with Jimmy Gould airs Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Listen for Trust Across America every week on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in as host Jordan Kimmel is joined by national experts in the fields of accounting, finance, organizational behavior, and sustainability, as well as companies that are applying strategies that are enabling them to be recognized as doing the right thing by the American Trust Awards. Your host Jordan Kimmel is himself a trusted professional with years of experience in applying strategies and consulting with today's leading firms. Trust Across America is heard Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Are you a business innovator, or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are tuned in to Might Radio. Do you have a question or comment for our show? Perhaps you wish to share your own stories of human kindness. Please send an email to Gabriella Von Ray at gmail.com. That's G-A-B-R-I-E-L-L-A. V-A-N-R-I-J at gmail.com. Now, back to Might Radio with Gabriella Von Ray. And here we're back after the commercial break with three amazing guests, Nick Horton, Monica Lopez, and Tom Kellogg with the Tulare Union High School in California. These three people really do know how to pick up the ball of human kindness. Tom, before the break, we were talking about the passport and the Redskins. And I was telling you that I know nothing about that. Could you just enlighten us, Redskin, the name, the passport, just give us a little bit more detail. Well, Tulare Union High School is one of three comprehensive high schools that we have in the city of Tulare. It has about 50,000 people citywide, but we bust in students from as far away as 20, 25 miles away. And... The school has been here since 1898, so over 128 years. And at that time, the school mascot was the Tulare Union Redskin. So 
we try to bring great pride to that name. We have excellent ac- athletics. We have ac- excellent academics. But a few years ago, there was a big push to do away with our mascot. But because of our character and raising up the standard and bringing great pride to the school, the Thule Indians, who is one of the reservations here in Tulare, actually live in Tulare County, actually came to the defense and said the Tulare Union High School brings great pride to the Redskin name. And that's why instead of calling our character counts character counts, we call it Redskin character because we want everybody to have the spirit, the drive, and the character so that when they walk down the street and somebody says, well, what school do you go to? I go to Tulare Union. And they go like, yeah, that's a school to be proud of. And we maintain okay. that. Wow, that's amazing. I think it's great to to have uh, what you're just explaining, this passport. I can imagine that most of the students would be really proud of that. I'm wondering, I, I just thought of this, when you have a passport of the Redskin, right? And um, a teacher hears something that isn't good, and he writes that in that this wasn't a good word or that the student didn't do well, right? right. How can this passport also be used for the students doing things online? I was just thinking about that. I'm not trying to put you on the spot, Tom, but how does it go into translation of... Facebook, because there's no way that every teacher can see what a student does online, or do you all read what the students do? Well, uh, our assistant principals, there's periods where, say, a student is uh, texting in the classroom, and we confiscate that cell phone, and it gets taken to the assistant principal's office. Or, as you said, people who do nothing they are almost as guilty as the bully. So we'll have maybe an incident on campus where students will be taking pictures with cell mm-hmm. phones. We'll confiscate as many of those as we can. They get in there, we look at the pictures, and we say, you know, the fact that you didn't do anything, you are as guilty as the other person, and we hold them accountable also. Yeah, I think that's terrific. I'm totally for that, as you know. The bystander has to become an active witness and has to walk away from whatever is going on on the school grounds or has to report it. But it has a lot more power. Nick, it definitely does. Nick, in the Z project, what is it that you would like this project, because we did talk about it when I was there a little bit with Tom, I think that you would like to set the example so that other schools could take over your program. Have you thought of what you could do and how you could diffuse this to other schools, not just in California, but literally everywhere in your nation? Well, um, because of technology and things, it's such an important thing, even like you guys are talking about, it has taken over. We've tried to you know, go technically like on Instagram and on Twitter and on a lot of social networking sites. So hopefully that picks up. And um, really just our message, which I think a lot of people have this message, but what we want everyone to take from our project is um, first that we need to be accepting of people and um, not just tolerant of them, but accepting like Monica said. And then second, that we need to empower the people around us and, um, and not put them down. 
Okay. Then I have a question for you. How can... I'll take my own case because it's always easier to take an example that I know. So how can I be accepting of myself when I am literally afraid of my own shadow as a child? So I'm pretty fearful. And how can I learn acceptance? How would you deal with me if I would be that junior or the freshman at your school? Well, And I, that's where the, for me, that's where the empowerment comes in of the people around you. Because when you have someone around, right next to you that is a junior talking to a sophomore or a freshman or just someone on campus that you look up to or what, whatever it is, the empowerment that that person gives you so they are positive and they are accepting of you and they are empowering, they make you feel good. And I think that your persona and what you give off to that person helps them to start to accept themselves and to connect with you and connect with But they aren't the only person that's afraid of their own shadow. They're not the only person uh, that is struggling and that they can be they can be that person that they look up to. I think that's a fantastic answer. I agree totally with you. If you surround yourself with positive people, you start thinking a little bit more positive about yourself, too. Very good point, uh, Nick. Monica, have you thought of how Tulare Union High School with this Z project can bring it to other places because Tom is the one or you guys put it in your video that California, Pennsylvania and Illinois are the top three states with the highest rates of bullying. Have you thought how you could help the other two states? Um, well, we're starting, I mean, like, Nick said we're getting into social networking and all that and it's just you've helped a lot too you know to get our message out and hopefully the people that hear you know they can like give it to other people and like you know tell them oh listen to this it's just I mean we never thought we just started like as a little school you know here trying to get um just our school itself to get better and now um you came down and that brought awareness to it um the news came down and people are reading in the newspaper and it's just You know, things like that that get started, like, they'll eventually get to them, and it's just, we can, I mean, we, maybe, maybe we can't give a helping hand that that much, because obviously we're just a little town ourselves, but I mean, as they see, you know, how we're helping our own school, they'll, like, you know, probably be open-minded and be like, maybe we should start that in our school. Yeah, but anyone with your attitude, Monica, can help anyone else, that's my opinion, because you're positive, you're willing to listen, and you're willing to do something about it. That Those are ingredients that are already so important, and when you guys talk about breaking down the walls, Nick and you, I really feel that you could help other children in breaking down the walls, and even though we put the walls back up, sometimes faster than we break them, Uh, just keep reminding them that every single human being is worthy and and has dreams and aspirations that they can get in life just by being positive. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I do you think that if uh, other students heard you, because I'm going to diffuse this um, radio clip to other schools, Uh, would they be allowed to contact you guys directly? Absolutely. Yes, of course. Would Would you be totally open to that? The reason I'm asking this, uh, Monica and Nick, is because, you know, 
we're all doing, I, I think it was Nick that mentioned it, or Tom, everyone individually is doing little projects everywhere. What I would love to see, and if I could be at all a facilitator in it, is having people work together. Because if you brainstorm together, right? Nick has Elaborate. seen it with me. Yeah, then we really create something big. So how would you say that a student can contact Nick or Monica? Please feel free to answer one after the other. Well, they can contact us. Uh, well, I mean, social media is so wonderful, right? You can mm -hmm. contact me on Facebook or Twitter or any social networking, and um, also by email. Which okay. Is, would you like to give your email online, Nick? It's up to you. I yes, don't worry. I would okay. love to. Go ahead. Um, my email is Norton, N-O-R-T-O-N, 3596 at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Yep. And mine is M-O, Lopez with the Z, 3095 at gmail.com. Okay, I'm going to repeat that, Monica. M-O, Lopez, L-O-P-E-Z, at gmail.com? Yeah. Oh, no, it's 3095. The last four numbers. 3095 at gmail.com. You know what I'll do, Monica? I'll make sure that we put it up on the website of Voice America, too. Because I think it's really important that children could actually, other students can call you and say, listen, I'm stuck here. Can you help me out what I need to do in my school to progress with zero tolerance? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Tom, I don't want to put any more on your plate because you already have so much. But um, tell me a little bit what you advise other educators to go out there and to do for their school? Well, you know, it's been fortunate. I, I'm just going to say it's a blessing that we had you on our campus because even before you left, we were getting emails and questions about how other schools could do what we were in the process of doing. I did a workshop while you were still here where I had 28 teachers from 18 different school districts where I talked about the research paper, and they went back, and already they're contacting, saying, how can we do this? The information online. So there are other schools that are interested in this, and they are contacting us, and I think that was a big part of having you kick off this whole thing. But we also have what we call instructional rounds, where we have teachers from other schools that come on campus and see the things that we're doing and taking parts back to their campuses. So... We're always open. If there was a teacher or administrator that wanted to come and see what we're doing at Tulare Union, there's no problem. They could just send me an email at tom.kellogg at tulare.k12.ca.us, and I'm sure we could organize something, set it up where they could have an opportunity to speak to the teachers and see what they're doing in their classrooms and the students and see what they're doing on campus. Okay, now I have a question for you again, Tom. Uh, is the school, uh, will it have a blog that we, meaning we, uh, all the listeners, could start following what your students are doing? Well, I know the uh, ASB has their own Facebook page, and I believe that the, the ASB or Project V people are working on coming up with a blog. Nick would know more about that than I would. Uh, but we are in the process of coming up with more and more things. Uh, 
and all you have to do is go to the school webpage, and you can find just about every club and activity that we're doing on here, including the link group, the challenge day of the M&M program, which is mentoring to mentor, and just things that we're doing on campus to change the culture and get more people to respect other people and to treat them like humans. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Nick, do you know the Facebook page by heart of ASP? Do I know what? Do you know that Facebook page that Tom was just referring to by heart? So I know the list? Twitter name by heart. It's under, uh, it's not caps, it's T-U-H-S underscore capital Z. That's who you can follow on Twitter. And Facebook I believe, is Tulare Union ASB, and it's a picture of a redskin. It's a picture of the redskins. Okay. I will look them up, and I will diffuse that on my social media so that people can go there. Okay. Okay. Is there anything, Monica, that you would like the listeners to know about your project and why it is so special? Um, maybe that they should, you know... They don't have to, you know, look at it and be like, oh, we should do the same thing, but, like, probably do something in the same matter because, I mean, the schools need to be aware of this and try to help the students because every student obviously matters and they need to feel like, you know, if that's the school they're going to graduate from and that's the school they're going to remember for high school and be like, oh, yeah, I graduated from there, hopefully they can, you know, remember it as something fun and great, not something where they were harassed or bullied or something like that. Absolutely. That's beautifully said. I can't agree more with you, Monica. I wish all of us thought the way you just did. Nick, is there anything that you want to leave with the listeners about your um, Z project? Well, that we each can take an individual step towards exactly what Z as a club and Tulare Union as the school is trying to do as a group. We each can individually do something great and just by accepting the people around us and empowering them. And um, I think that even as an individual, we can make a difference. Yeah, absolutely. I think for all the listeners out there, you really need to understand that if you do not become an active witness, there are deadly consequences to staying the bystander. And we need to save children's lives, just like Nick and Monica and Tom and the whole Tulare Union High School is doing they really realize that the shootings always look as if they're far away from you until they get closer and closer. And it's really time to do something proactive before it's too late and another student lashes out. Tom, would you agree with that? Exactly. Uh, it was always Colorado, New York, Sandy Hook, but until it was just a few miles down the road, you know, it never really hit home for many people in this community. And we know that it could happen in our community. It's just a matter of time unless we make a change. And our students are the future. If we do not teach them now and get them to understand and have them not only change the school culture and take it out into the community and take it home to their families, it's going to be the same as it always was until it escalates to a point where Another child ends up committing suicide at a young age or goes and does another shooting. Yeah. Or even worse, guys. You know, I talk about it often 
it, bullying just goes on in the workplace because a victim, just like Monica said, if, if you have a student that has to remember their high school years or something horrible, right? They go into the workplace and they become the bully later. It's, it's like an unresolved issue because that person still doesn't feel good about themselves. And the cycle needs to be broken by people like you guys. I um, must say that I'm very, very proud that I came to your school, and I'm actually proud if I'm part of your Redskin family. I think it's amazing what you do, and I want a passport too, please. <laughs> Can I have well, one, Tom? We, we have a saying here that once a Redskin, always a Redskin, and we look forward to having you back very soon, hopefully the to our sister schools or some other schools that we that feed into the Clary Union because you are officially a Redskin. Thank you so much. <laughs> that is a big compliment. And Nick, I still owe you that video uh, against racism. And I just had yeah. an idea for you here. Um, I'm just going to say it openly. Why don't you call um, your, your enthusiasm really bubbles over when people speak to you. Why don't you call the um, Defamation League in your state? And tell them a little bit about what you're doing. I bet you they would be very interested and very supportive towards your uh, what you're doing. I and they, that's a great idea. And they could give you a lot of tips. I'm certain of it. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, every state has defamation league. It's um, I don't know how to spell everything, but that's what it's called. Okay. And, and they've been out there forever, and we always forget about them, but they do exist, and they are definitely interested in what schools are doing. Awesome. Yeah, that's a great idea. Okay. Well, don't drop the ball. And again, I just want to say something about the invisible constraints, and especially to Nick, just because I've met you, is, you know... Children, students of all ages, even me sometimes, I forget my invisible constraints and I put the wall back up. Yes. And a gentle nudge sometimes make the wall go back down. So keep nudging out there, both you and Monica. And don't let any student put up their walls because the vulnerability and the uniqueness of every human being is what actually gives them their might and their strength. Yes. So go out out there and keep doing what you're doing. I think it's terrific. Tom, Monica, yeah. and Nick, thank you so much for being on my show. And when you guys thank do you. something else, or if there's a project, something within your project that you want people to know, feel free to call me and say, I want to be back on your show, okay? <laughs> we will. Thank you very much for having us. Okay, thank you guys, and I'll make sure that the link is on my Facebook, and if you go to Voice America, the link that is already there, you will be in two hours uh, able to download this link for the listeners too. Please feel free to diffuse this to anyone. Thank you very much, and next week we'll be back with Mike Radio. Thank you again for joining us this week. Might Radio with Gabriella Von Ray can be heard every Friday at noon Eastern Time, 9 Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great week, and until our next show, think of a random act of kindness that you can perform.